Dr. Arthur Perry, he's one of the top plastic surgeons. He's got offices in Manhattan, New Jersey. You know, and he's been doing a show here on WOR for years and years and years. Very uh, popular show and a great plastic surgeon. Everybody has questions on this subject, so uh, he's the guy to ask. Dr. Arthur Perry. Don, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> and I went to his office, and I said, mm. I said, look at my face. And he goes, yeah, look at your face. We're going to do with your face. What can you do with his face? I go like that. I swear to God. I go, look at this. I'm getting old. I said, I want to maybe could fix it up a little bit. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to again applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. Remarkable knowledge, but also your grace in delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeons. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. And uh, hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Boy, it's nice this weekend. It's a little bit humid. I am back on the East Coast after spending two weeks in uh, Los Angeles where it is hot but not as hot as here and uh, much less humid. And, in fact, the nights are, uh, are pretty cool there, and uh, they're warm here, though, aren't they? Well, the UV index today was 9.3, 9.3. That is sizzling. That will really fry your skin. Tomorrow it's going to be worse. Tomorrow, 9.7, and it peaks somewhere between 12 and 2 in the afternoon. But right now, uh, it's still hot. Actually, you know, 5 o'clock is, uh, is when the uh, advisory for the UV index goes down, goes away, uh, because the UV index right now is 1.2. So even though you go outside and feel warm, those sun, sun's rays are not baking you. Well, of course, we're talking about sun. We're talking about sunscreen. We're talking about skin cancer. We're talking about sun damage because this is What's Your Wrinkle? This is the show about you. It's the Plastic Surgery Show on WOR. It's the Dermatology Show. It's the Skin Care Show. It's the show about what you look like when you look in the mirror or when someone else looks at you. I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I've been doing this show for 16-something, almost 17 years. Wow. We're going to have some sort of a party at 20 years. I hope I make it to 20 years, but uh, certainly... Uh, we're going strong at 16 and a half years here on WOR. The phone number here is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. And I want you to give me a call if you've got a question for me. You can't just call and say hello. You have to have a question. Try and stump me. That's okay. You know, every now and then uh, someone stumps me, but usually I kind of know my stuff. I do an incredible amount of reading. I sound like Trump. An incredible amount of reading. Uh, I really do. I read all the plastic surgery and the dermatology journals and, and others, and uh, I'm uh, up on the literature, and I'm here to answer your questions. 800-321-0710. We're giving away bottles of daytime tonight. Daytime is my SPF 23 sunscreen. We actually have uh, quite a sale going on that now. It's, uh, it's half price. It's actually less than that. I think it's uh, $20 a bottle for some reason we all decided to do that to uh, to really get it out there because I want my listeners want my patients to be able to afford a quality sunscreen and what is a quality sunscreen it's one without endocrine disruptors those are those things that interfere with your hormones and that's what almost all of the clear sunscreens contain 
Uh, that's uh, pretty much everything other than zinc oxide and titanium dioxide and all the things you can't pronounce in skin in uh, sunscreens. Well, they're the chemical sunscreens, and if you really look into them, uh, they interfere with hormones. Most commonly, they augment estrogen, and that's not a good thing. It results in early, um, early menstruation in little girls and early puberty in boys and decreased sperm counts and early... Uh, uh, um, the uh, early menopause in women, and I believe also it results in breast cancer. Why can I prove that exactly? No, but if you connect the dots, uh, the sunscreens that are chemical sunscreens are endocrine disruptors. They increase the levels of estrogen or estrogen-like substances in your body, and there's a linear relationship between estrogen levels and breast cancer as you get older. And that is why I believe they're unsafe, amongst other reasons. And the FDA also believes they're unsafe. They have only said that zinc oxide and titanium dioxide are the safe sunscreens. I only have zinc oxide in mind. What's wrong with titanium dioxide? Absolutely nothing, except it's more whitening. It creates a white sheen on your skin, and zinc oxide doesn't, doesn't do that in mine. It can, uh, depending on the uh, preparation. So we're giving away bottles of daytime. It's an SPF 23. It's measured uh, on the label at 20. We have to round down. Uh, but if you use it, I'm not saying go to the beach with it, uh, because if you sit there from 10 until 5, which no one really should be doing, but if you do, uh, you're going to fry even with mine. You're, you need something more intense than that. You need at least a 30 uh, sunscreen. But for, for normal people who just go around about their business and walk the streets of New York, sit in your backyard for a while, do some gardening, do play a game of tennis, something like that, go to the golf course, uh, well, SPF 20 is perfectly fine. So uh, tonight we're talking not about sunscreen, although I could all show, but we're talking about you and about the procedures that you do. We're going to talk a little bit about, yeah, coronavirus and masking and things like that. We're going to talk about the statistics for plastic surgery finally were released. You know, they're normally released in January or February. Uh, I guess because of the pandemic, uh, our National Society was probably short-staffed. I guess that's the reason. And so they finally released at halfway through 2020, one of the worst years ever, uh, certainly for me and for most of you. Uh, they've finally released the, uh, the statistics for 2019, and we're going to talk about what the, the most common procedures were, what the least common procedures were, the procedures that are fading away to oblivion, and the ones that are poised to be even more popular next year. So we'll talk about all those statistics. Uh, they sample the plastic surgeons and the dermatologists and the oculoplastic surgeons and the ear, nose, and throat doctors. Those are the groups that the uh, American Society of Plastic Surgeons samples. They send out questionnaires, and they ask these 20,000 or so different physicians to fill out the forms, and they're quite onerous. I have to tell you, my, uh, my nurse hates doing this every year, but, but we do it, uh, as only about six or 700 other plastic surgeons do. And, uh, you know, they send it out to 20,000 people. They get less than 1,000 responses, but uh, maybe they need some inducement for us to do it. There's no inducement other than being a good citizen and providing you with, uh, with data and the American Society of Plastic Surgeons with data. But I fill out those forms, and I participate. But then what they do is they extrapolate to those 20,000 people. So what does that mean? So if one guy or one girl who does a procedure does a lot of, let's say, a uh, – a buttock augmentation, which is a fairly rare procedure. But if that person who answers the sample 
uh, does, let's say, 50 during the year, well, it looks like, if you multiply that by 20,000, it looks like uh, there's a lot of those procedures in the United States, even though there might only be uh, uh, a few hundred. So, you know, there's what's called sampling error because of that. Uh, but they try and take that into consideration. And you should also, when you listen to these statistics, and hear about what is popular and what is not. All right, I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. The phone number to give me a call, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Give me a call, and I will send you a bottle of that stuff that I talked about called Daytime. Daytime is the SPF 23 sunscreen, and that's what you need certainly on a day like today. Boy, I'll tell you, if you go out there, if you're sitting in your backyard or on your terrace or going to the beach and you don't have protection, I don't care what skin color you are, whether you're very light or very dark, you need skin protection because everybody gets melanomas and everybody gets skin cancers and aged skin. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. The darker your skin, the more inherent melanin you have, and that is protective. Uh, but there are certainly lots and lots of skin cancers in darker skin people, so you have to be careful. And, uh, and do not just go out and, uh, and pretend uh, that you can't get these things because you certainly can. So before we go to our break, I want to talk a little bit about my experience in California. You know, I go out there frequently. My kids live out there. I enjoy it out there. But this time, I'm not sure I did because I'll tell you, New York looks like it's a very civilized uh, society compared to California when it comes to masks. Boy, I'll tell you, we, have, uh, we are well underway with beating the, the COVID-19 epidemic. I think uh, we're getting there. We're doing a good job in New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. Thank you very much. But they are not in other parts of the country. And in California, I went to Venice Beach. I hope uh, some of you have been there. It's a very interesting beach. Uh, I just drove through, and I was uh, stunned at the very small number of people that actually had masks on, probably a third to a half. It's, it's remarkable. I guess these people are immune to COVID-19, the coronavirus, the killer virus that's out there and still out there. Uh, it's really ridiculous if 90 or 80, 90 percent of people all wore their masks together in the United States and socially distanced. We'd beat this thing in one month. I cannot understand why it's been politicized. I cannot understand why people are out there uh, saying it's their right not to wear a mask. It's not your right to get other people sick. It just isn't. It's not your right to smoke in public and get give people lung cancer. It's not your right to strike another person and create a, uh, an injury. And that's what you're doing if you're not wearing your mask because 20, 30% of people are asymptomatic. And if you cough or breathe, and everyone does that, or sneeze, heaven forbid, you are going to transmit this disease to your grandmother, to your uh, mother, to someone's mother or father, or maybe even a 30-year-old kid who, uh, they're kids, right, uh, who uh, might have asthma or diabetes and dies of coronavirus. So please, I'm sure people listening to my show are educated and intelligent, and they're not the COVIDiots, as they call them. Uh, please wear your mask. It's actually obnoxious not to. So I'll get off my soapbox. We'll take a short break. I'll be back and we'll talk about cosmetic surgery. 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words.
Did you know that most skincare is useless, even fraudulent, and often toxic? I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I needed great skincare for my patients, but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health. So I went to the books and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products, and so for a limited time, I'm offering my complete skincare regimen at half price. Normally, this is $150, but for WOR listeners, it's $75 plus shipping. One product in the morning and one in the evening, moisturize and clean. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that soon your friends and relatives will be asking, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Aging is inevitable, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Juvederm and fill wrinkles, and I restore lips to what they used to look like. No duck lips here. And I creatively smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines. You might benefit from chemical peels or lasers to reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate your skin, or Althera to thicken your crepey skin. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf face and neck lifts. Let's sit down for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. My offices are in Somerset, New Jersey, and on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Give me a call at 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. Check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. The phone number 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. We've got Laura on the line. Laura, what can I do for you? What is your wrinkle? Uh, I'm, I'm calling with regard to the procedure called Intracell. It's okay. the tightening of the skin on the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's your question it? about it? Oh, what do you think of it? <laughs> what, do you think? All right. So let's not mention doctors' names. So intracell is something called radiofrequency microneedling. A lot of fancy words there. So radiofrequency is electric current. And microneedling is... Uh, have you ever been to a farm, Laura? Yes. Okay. So there are these things called... I think they're Thatchers, you know... Uh, they, uh, they go through the, uh, the farm, and uh, there's this little wheel that the tractor uh, uh, drags behind it. The wheel turns, and there's spikes in the wheel, and it digs little holes in the dirt to, uh, to uh, uh, allow irrigation and nutrients and things like that to get into the soil, turn over the soil. So that's, uh, I guess, a thatcher. Uh, correct me if, uh, if there's a farmer out there from Iowa listening, and I've got the wrong terminology, but... I've seen those uh, those tractors, and that's what the microneedling device reminds me of as it goes over your face. And, uh, you know, there are ones that are on wheels. There are ones that are oscillating, uh, little oscillating um, needles. They go back and forth, uh, and they penetrate the skin. And the whole idea of microneedling and the whole idea of radiofrequency is to injure the skin. And uh, in the course of healing the injury, the skin tightens and generates new collagen. So that's the theory. That's the theory. Uh, so 
there's microneedling alone, and then there's radio frequency alone, and then there's these new machines that combine the two. Uh, and Intracell is one of those. I, I think it is a Japanese machine. It's a Korean machine. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, there are others out there besides that one, but everybody likes to put a, a kind of a fancy name on it, Intracell. I'm not sure it's a good name or not, but it, it sounds good. It's supposed to help acne scars. Can it help acne scars? I don't really think so. I don't think there's good data that it does. It's supposed to help stretch marks. I don't think it can really do that either. Uh, anything can uh, make something look good in uh, a very short period of time, but the real test of time is time, and, uh, and that means you want to look at someone after six months or a year after they've had a series of expensive procedures. Uh, so stretch marks, it's supposed to help. Rosacea, it's supposed to help. I can't even imagine how it could help rosacea. The real question is, does it tighten the skin? Does it reduce the wrinkles? And I don't think we have enough data yet uh, you know, I've looked at these machines uh, for the last three years. I've uh, each time I look at the machines and I read the scientific studies, and uh, I'm not convinced. Just not convinced. Uh, the scientific studies are poor in general, and they usually combine microneedling with some other treatment. Uh, and uh, you know, I like to do things that have a proven effect. I like to do things that have a number of scientific studies behind them. So right now, I'm not saying that I won't be doing microneedling uh, or microneedling with radio frequency in the future. Uh, if the studies come out that show that it's a good procedure with lasting beneficial effects, I will do it. But so far, I'm not convinced. So, uh, so there's my answer for that one. Oh, and, and doctor, uh, what what would you suggest for rosacea? What kind of treatment? Well, rosacea is a is a uh, a dermatologic disorder. The, uh, the the full name is acne rosacea, and it's a combination of uh, interaction of bacteria on the skin uh, with a, a tendency to flush. Your skin flushes. Uh, do you get the flushing reaction when you eat spicy foods or alcohol or things like that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So one, you have to have a a change in diet. Two, you need a dermatologist if you've got rosacea. And uh, there are creams now. There are uh, all sorts of there are skin antibiotics and other types of creams that are used for rosacea, and they're prescribed by dermatologists. Plastic surgeons usually do not get involved in treating the rosacea until you get those red capillaries of your face. Do you have those? Uh, no, I don't have those. Yet. How old are you, by the way? Uh, 59. <laughs> You're 59. Okay. And how long have you had rosacea? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe four months. It just started out of the blue. Now, how do you know it's rosacea? Um, good question. Um, have, has you, have you gotten the diagnosis from a dermatologist? Uh, yes, I did. I did get it. Yes, I did. I did. Okay, and they told you that you had rosacea. Did they start you on any medication? Uh, no, he didn't. Okay. Well, uh, it's a little confusing to me. Usually it starts earlier than, uh, than your 50s. Uh, and uh, usually uh, there are, if, if you do get that diagnosis, if it's real, I mean, that term may have been thrown about casually, but it is a, a, a true uh, medical condition of the skin. And usually... Uh, um, people such as yourself are on different uh, creams to control it. And eventually, what we want to prevent is the thickening of the skin, uh, the acne that comes along with rosacea, and also the red capillaries that start out very small, like a little blush, 
and then over the course of months, years, and decades, begin to uh, get larger and larger. So I get involved with uh, rosacea by uh, performing laser procedures. It's called a YAG laser. That's Y-A-G. It stands for something you don't want to know because it's a way too big a <laughs> word to, uh, to pronounce. But the YAG laser is state-of-the-art laser for rosacea, and we go over uh, your face. I did it to Dr. Oz on, uh, on the TV show. Uh, it's a little uncomfortable, uh, but not terrible. I did one uh, a couple weeks just before I left for uh, California. I, uh, I did one of those on a, on a patient. And uh, the uh, YAG procedure is very effective at destroying those little capillaries. It can also be used for the, uh, the cherry angiomas, otherwise known as senile angiomas. Most people over 50 have one or two or even more of those. Those are little red spots on your eyelid, on your forehead, on your neck. Do you have those? Yes. Yes, yeah, those are very easily treated with that laser, by the way. it's uh, They're very impressive uh, how they just go away. I tell people, take a look. Then we put their uh, laser goggles on. I zap it. Then I say, take off your goggles, and it's gone. It's one of the few procedures in plastic surgery and dermatology uh, where we see the results absolutely immediately. When we destroy those veins, they're gone. But do they stay away? That's the question. And uh, the answer is, eh, about two-thirds of those go away. But when your body is injured, like we do in so many of these procedures in plastic surgery, when we injure your body, your body doesn't know we're doing this for fun and to help you look better. It just thinks you've been injured. So it does everything possible to fix itself. So after I laser you, your body thinks, oh, my goodness, the uh, capillary is destroyed. I need to put chemicals through and uh, and channel through that uh, capillary and recreate it. And it does that in about a third of those treated. So people have these laser procedures, and the same holds for sclerotherapy. When I inject the veins of the leg, uh, you know, it looks like we got them all at the time of the procedure. And after a month, a third of them are back. And it's not because I'm not good at it, because I think I'm pretty good at it. It's not uh, because that other person's not good at it. It's because your body thinks it's injured and wants to fix it. So some of these procedures require multiple treatments in order to achieve the result that you want. Although many people just have one treatment and they say, yeah, good enough, I'm, I'm done. Uh, some say, no, I want to get each and every one of these capillaries and they'll go through more than one procedure. And by the way, I laser the ones on the face and I inject the ones on the legs. The reason I do that is because the laser is less effective than sclerotherapy injection on the legs, the spider veins. Do you have those also, by the way? Yes. Yeah, every, everyone has those, certainly women who have been pregnant. Have you been pregnant? No. No. Okay. Well, you got them. You're just lucky you got them anyway. Uh, if, uh, if listeners out there wear the compression stockings, 20 to 30 millimeters of mercury compression stockings during pregnancy, or just if you've got a job where you have to stand all day, if you wear those stockings, you'll decrease the, uh, the chance of getting varicose veins, which are different from spider veins. Varicose veins are, are large, sometimes painful. They protrude from your uh, legs and thighs. Uh, spider veins are not painful by definition. They are cosmetic. They are not medically indicated to destroy. They're just cosmetically indicated to destroy. Uh, which means insurance doesn't cover that, by the way, uh, or should not cover that. And, uh, and because of that, uh, we treat them differently. So a, a vascular surgeon is the surgeon that takes care of varicose veins, like my good friend Neil Kane over at NYU. Uh, he'll do those, and uh, I'll take care of the spider veins. All right, have I answered your question? I kind of rambled a bit, didn't I? No, but it was very informative. Um, uh, uh, oh, they also use a light on rosacea, don't they? 
IPL or something? Well, IPL can be used for rosacea, and I have IPL in my office, and the truth is it's less effective than the laser. But if a surgeon or a dermatologist does not own the laser and he owns the IPL, it's a reasonable treatment. The IPL requires more treatments. It's a series of many treatments to get to the end result. Uh, IPL has the advantage of decreasing brown pigmentation in the skin as well as red pigmentation. Uh, and the uh, YAG laser will only get rid of red, but the, the, uh, the YAG is, is actually a lot more effective. It's a much more powerful tool than the IPL. IPL is called intense pulse light. It's sort of like a laser, but not really, because by definition, the laser is one wavelength, and the wavelength to a scientist means one color. So if you look at a rainbow or if you look at your chandelier, when sun comes through it, it splits the light into all different colors, right? Right. Uh, right. So light, you know, that you see coming from the sun is all different colors. And the laser takes just one very specific color. In the case of your spider veins, the red uh, or sometimes the bluish color, some of those spider veins, it'll take that one, it'll shine that light on it. And it'll do just what uh, happens in your car to a black car seat in the middle of July like it is now. If you go to the beach tomorrow and you sit in your car, go back to the parking lot, and sit on that black, uh, that black seat, your thighs will burn if you're in the bathing suit because your, uh, your black color has absorbed all the light of the sun, all the different colors. But if you shine a red laser, a red light laser on, let's say, a green color, nothing happens to it. Nothing at all happens because it's very specific. It gets very technical with these. Uh, that's why there's so many different types of lasers. And that is why, my friend, that is why, Laura, I really recommend having a physician perform your laser and not, in the state of New York, a non-physician. In the state of New Jersey, it has to be a physician. Do you know that? No, uh, I didn't. I'm actually the one that made the rule when I was on the board of medical examiners, so many laser salesmen do not like me in the state of New Jersey, but I think it's very important. It's such a technical instrument that it's very important that it be done just right, the exact correct wavelength chosen for your condition and the exact power level chosen because they are very dangerous, these lasers. I cringe at home lasers. I think they're uh, potentially damaging to the eyes and other uh, in the skin. Uh, but, you know, what can I say? They're, the home lasers are out there, but they are very, very weak lasers, thankfully. Uh, but they still can do damage. All right, Laura, thanks so, so much for the phone call. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. There's more to the show, but I have to take a break now. The phone number is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. When we return from the break, we'll talk all about those common and less common procedures. The most common procedure in all of plastic surgery, what do you think it is? think about that i'll reveal it when we return did you know that most skincare is useless even fraudulent and often toxic i'm plastic surgeon dr arthur perry i needed great skincare for my patients but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health so I went to the books and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products and so for a limited time I'm offering my complete skincare regimen at half price. Normally this is $150 but for WOR listeners it's $75 plus shipping. 
one product in the morning and one in the evening, moisturize and clean. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that soon your friends and relatives will be asking, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Aging is inevitable, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Juvederm and fill wrinkles, and I restore lips to what they used to look like. No duck lips here. And I creatively smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines. You might benefit from chemical peels or lasers to reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate your skin, or Althera to thicken your crepey skin. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar face and neck lifts. Let's sit down for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. My offices are in Somerset, New Jersey, and on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Give me a call at 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. Check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? We are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. So we were talking a few minutes ago about microneedling, and I know it's going to be a little bit controversial. Oh, my goodness. Not like the political controversies that we have, but uh, controversial within the plastic surgery and dermatology community, especially if lots of doctors are doing these procedures. But there's so much variability in these machines. Uh, They range anywhere from $500 to $60,000. Uh, enormous difference in the microneedling machines. Uh, and, uh, I mean, here's an example of, of why there's variability and why going to a particular doctor, you don't know just what they're, they're going to do, what, what machine they have, what kind of results they're going to be able to get with that machine. Uh, there's a, a paper that was just published. Uh, it was a, out of uh, Korea, and it was in the Journal of Dermatologic Treatments. It was uh, about about eight months, 10 months or, or so ago. And they looked at the microneedling devices uh, and uh, these uh, microneedling with the, the uh, electricity, with the uh, radio frequency. And they found that the ones that used short needles, these little uh, needles, eight millimeter needles, uh, didn't work. And they found that the ones that used longer needles, one and a half millimeters into the skin, uh, did work. And they helped uh, wrinkles around the uh, eyes. They only looked at people uh, for about six months. Uh, I'd like to see data for longer than that because you can actually have a little bit of swelling in the tissue for months and months after these procedures. Remember, we're taking a needle and jabbing the skin over and over and over with it. And here we're also applying electric current. So it takes a long time for things to settle down. Uh, You know, I tell my patients after surgery, it's a full year to see the final result. So let's say we get a, uh, a result that's adequate at six months. Uh, what happens at nine months if it goes away? And then you say, well, you know, there's a lot of things that go away at nine months or 12 months, filler, Botox, things like that. Botox goes away in four months. Uh, so what's wrong with that? You know, nothing wrong with that as long as you are told uh, that these are temporary procedures, that it's going to help wrinkles for, you know, how many months, depending on which exact machine is being used. So the data begins to come out 
uh, now, you know, when uh, we have these different machines, but each machine is different. So they're not standardized, and, and that's one of the problems. So I find it very difficult to, uh, to look at this and say, well, it's a decent machine for me to use, uh, and, uh, you know, will it replace a laser? There was one study a few months ago that looked at the difference between microneedling and laser, and after a couple months, not much of a difference between the two. That's, that's good, uh, but that also means that the laser, the CO2 fractional laser, uh, is a good procedure, and I know that that can last many, many years. I don't know how long microneedling lasts. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR, and the phone number is 800-321-0710. And uh, so there's a special on, on daytime now. Uh, if you use the summer code, that's what it is, summer code. It's, it's just the word summer, S-U-M-M-E-R, for those of you who cannot spell. Uh, that would only be millennials. Um, okay, sorry about that. I won't say that. Uh, my listeners can spell. And they spell the word summer, and they get a bottle of daytime for $20 on my website. And uh, that's a good thing. We are having some issues over the weekend. Uh, my web guy's working on it. So if you have issues getting that discount, if you go to the website to get your $20 normally, it's 45 and you can't do it, just call on Monday morning. Uh, my nurse, Pam, and uh, my, uh, my person with the uh, drperrys.com site, her name is Beth. You can give them a call, and uh, they will take your order over the phone, the old-fashioned way, if you can't do it with uh, the Internet. But hopefully you will be able to. And at $20, you can use this sunscreen on your entire body, or you can slather it on your children. You know, when I see kids uh, getting sunscreen slathered on their body, I know that it's uh, injurious to children in particular, pregnant women in particular, uh, unless there's zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. If you're interested in this, uh, I've written about this on the Dr. Oz website and uh, been on his show talking about this exact topic. You can go to the Dr. Oz site, put my name in and sunscreen, and you'll read all the data, and I believe I have all the references for what I'm talking about here. So uh, with children, maybe the worst thing you could do is spray on the sunscreen. That's even worse because then it gets in your lungs, and sunscreen should never be sprayed on. I know it's easy. You go to the beach and squirt it on, spray it on. But when you breathe that stuff in, that is not good for you. Uh, so, And that doesn't matter what kind of sunscreen, whether it's zinc oxide or titanium dioxide or any sunscreen, that should not be sprayed on. It should be applied as a liquid paste or cream or lotion, something like that. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle, the show about you. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, and yes, we are back in action in, uh, in plastic surgery and in dermatology uh, in the New York and New Jersey area and throughout the United States. We're doing it a little bit differently now. So when you come to my office, either in New York or New Jersey, uh, we're, you're not going to see any other patients there. It's not because I'm not busy. <laughs> we're pretty busy. Uh, but what we're trying to do is space you out so that you don't contact another human being in the office. Uh, if you're in New Jersey, we keep you in the parking lot in your car before you come in. When the last person has left the office, we'll give you a call, and then you can come in. This is all designed to keep patients away from each other, uh, and I do test my patients. I, I have you get COVID tested uh, before you come to see me. It's very important. I get tested about once a week. I'm trying very hard. Uh, I'll be tested on Monday. 
And so far, we're coming up negative, and I hope we continue to and, uh, and hope you also do. But what we don't want is for people to be sitting, coughing two feet away from each other and getting, uh, uh, heaven forbid, this uh, terrible disease in the office. So we're doing all sorts of things. You, you know, it's kind of funny. We've gotten rid of the coffee machine. You know, I'm not sure uh, whether that's necessary or not, but we've been advised to do that. You're not supposed to go and get, to, uh, you know, coffee and, and snacks and things like that if other people have uh, touched a cup, for instance. So we have bottled water, which I really hate because that uh, does contribute to pollution and plastic going into the environment. And I am an environmentalist and I hate that. But right now we have no choice. We have got these individual little snacks that we give you. Uh, and but there's no time in the waiting room because you come right into the office. We take your temperature. You're doing a survey the day before, and then another survey that day to make sure you don't have any uh, any um, symptoms of this virus. And then when you come and see me, I look like something uh, out of outer space. I've got my goggles on. I've got uh, a gown on that is very hot, unfortunately, and I've got my N95 mask on. Not the one, by the way, with the valve. If you have one with a valve, it doesn't protect other people. It just protects you. You want to protect others as well as you. So when you come in, uh, it's quite an experience. And, uh, boy, 2020, I can't wait for it to be over. I think the only way we're going to be out of this, I never would have imagined in, in March that we would have continued having problems. Uh, but I do look at it as a, uh, a failure of leadership uh, throughout uh, both parties, and I'm sorry to say that. I think uh, if uh, if I or many others had uh, this to do over, and uh, we had the uh, the ability to commandeer the uh, the factories and create masks and distribute them to the populace and fine you if you don't wear it, this thing would have been gone a long time ago. But anyway, when you come in the office, then uh, you know we're all both going to be wearing masks. We'll do the consultation, and if you have surgery. Uh, it's only after you test negative for this uh, wonderful uh, heaven forbid virus. So uh, that's what we do. But we're back in business, being super careful, wiping everything down. My nurse loves this with the Lysol, with the Clorox between patients. My goodness, it's, uh, it's some world out there, isn't it? I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle here on WOR. 800-321-0710 is the number. All right, so the statistics are out. And there's usually a big fanfare, and there's usually a tremendous amount of publicity. But this year, there wasn't much publicity. I'm not sure why. I guess uh, our National Society just chose not to publicize these statistics, but I will. So what do you think is the most common procedure in all of cosmetic surgery? Let's talk about surgery first. All right, raise your hands out there. I, I don't see any hands. Uh, well, I guess it's because it's the radio. All right, breast augmentation. There's 300,000 breast augmentations in the United States last year. And almost every year for the last 40 years, breast augmentation has been the number one procedure in the United States. Very, very common. And you say, well, 300,000 procedures, that's not a tremendous number, considering there's how many 300-something uh, million uh, Americans, and half of those are women, and a quarter of those are women who could have a breast augmentation, and uh, an eighth of those are women who could maybe benefit from a breast augmentation. But it's still a reasonable number in 300,000. There are 8,000 board-certified plastic surgeons in the United States, by the way, in case you cared. Uh, when I finished my residency, residency in 1987, there were about 2,000. So there's four times as many uh, plastic surgeons now as there wa was 30-something years ago, and 300,000 breast augmentations. 
really a very, very good procedure, very a, a safe procedure, one that I do a lot of. I enjoy doing this procedure uh, because I really think it helps women's self-esteem. And a lot of people think, well, you know, this is frivolous. This is, uh, you know, not necessary. But if you're a very small-breasted woman, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, clothing doesn't fit properly. You're self-conscious. Dating may be affected. And uh, when you have a breast augmentation, I, I uh, like to do them and provide you with a normal size breast, not an enormous breast. And, you know, when you go to uh, Beverly Hills and you walk down uh, Canyon Drive or one of those streets there and you see, uh, you know, women and all you're seeing is these enormous implants, that's, that's not what we should be doing as plastic surgeons. And I can never figure out, figure out the, uh, the mentality of, well, I guess I understand the patient, but I don't understand the plastic surgeon who agrees to do these procedures. My attitude about plastic surgery is to make you normal, make you average. Average is a good thing. Uh, so if you're a, an A cup, it'll make you a big B, small C. If you're an A cup and you want to go to an F, you have to find a different plastic surgeon. I don't do that. Uh, if you're already a F cup, a G cup, a double G, and you want a breast reduction, well, it's very reasonable to, to go smaller, and I try and make people average size, and that's, again, big B, small C. If you ask me for an A cup, that's a little different story. I think that's okay, and I had someone a couple weeks ago who really did want to get rid of almost all her breast tissue, just just didn't want large breasts and didn't want to, uh, to deal with that, and that's okay. And so certainly uh, when we're talking about a reduction, that's a different story, but when we're talking about putting a piece of silicone in your breasts, uh, and they're silicone breast implants either with salt water inside or silicone gel, uh, the bigger is not better because there are more complications and a funny result. It does not look normal when your breasts are up to your collarbone. We're going to talk about the other procedures that are very common, but there's some procedure. There is a procedure that absolutely dwarfs the breast augmentation in popularity, and it's not surgery at all. I'll leave you on the edge of your seat, and we'll tell you what it is when we return. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, WOR's breast augmentation guy. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. We'll be back after these words. Did you know that most skincare is useless, even fraudulent, and often toxic? I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. I needed great skincare for my patients, but really could not find products that dramatically improve skin health. So I went to the books, and I created a line of skincare that reduces the appearance of wrinkles and truly rejuvenates skin. I want everyone to try my products, and so for a limited time, I'm offering my complete skincare regimen at half price. Normally, this is $150, but for WOR listeners, it's $75 plus shipping. One product in the morning and one in the evening, moisturize and clean. That's all you need for beautiful skin. It's so simple that soon your friends and relatives will be asking, what are you doing to look so good? Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WOR20 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WOR. Ladies, are you looking older than you feel? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Aging is inevitable, but I can help you age gracefully. I start with Juvederm and fill wrinkles, and I restore lips to what they used to look like. No duck lips here. And I creatively smooth the jawline and plump marionette lines. You might benefit from chemical peels or lasers to reduce splotchiness and rejuvenate your skin. 
or Althera to thicken your crepey skin. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf face and neck lifts. Let's sit down for an hour consultation and come up with a plan to help you look better. My offices are in Somerset, New Jersey, and on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. Give me a call at 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. Check me out on the web at perryplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. So when I was in uh, California, you know, I've got uh, cameras all over uh, around the house and the backyard. And uh, the deer invaded the uh, the backyard while I was gone. They ate every plant in my uh, yard. So uh, that's how it is in New Jersey with uh, these deer. All right. We're talking about <laughs> I'm looking in the backyard now since we're socially distanced from uh, from Noah sitting in uh, Manhattan. And I'm seeing uh, stripped plants from those uh, those deer. All right. So what procedure is the most common procedure? Which is it? I talked about breast augmentation with 300,000 procedures, but that's surgery, right? Into the surgery center and uh, go under anesthesia and have a procedure. What about the the non-invasives, how about Botox? Or uh, there's now three of them. There's Xeomin, there's Dysport, and Botox. And uh, there's another one called Jejun. I haven't ha used that yet. And there will be another one uh, later this year. So all these different uh, Botox-like drugs, how many people do you think had those? 7.7 .7 million people last year. Really incredible, 7.7 .7 million people. That's a lot of Botox, that really is. Uh, that was by far the biggest procedure in all of cosmetic surgery. I do a lot of Botox probably every single day in my office. I'm uh, injecting someone with Botox. And uh, it used to be people who are older, you know, 60, 70. You can't call 60 older, right? Uh, that's the new uh, pediatric age, uh, 60. But uh, certainly uh, now I'm doing 20-year-olds. I'm doing a lot of 20-year-olds. Uh, they come in, they've got maybe the littlest hint of a wrinkle, but uh, there's data out there that uh, that Botox will actually prevent the development of wrinkles. If you, uh, you know, that area around the crow's feet most commonly, you know, if you smile a lot, if you crinkle, if you go in the sun, uh, then you're going to get those wrinkles. And uh, people come in now to have Botox to prevent the wrinkles. And I think it's reasonable. Uh, it's not reasonable at age 18. Uh, but it is reasonable at, uh, you know, 25, 30, I think it is. You know, it's funny, though. When you look at the data, I said it's not reasonable at age 18. Uh, you know, there are a lot of procedures done in the 13 to 18-year-old uh, uh, groups of people. It's really quite amazing. Uh, there are lots of procedures, you know, under 19 Botox. Can you imagine that? Who was doing these procedures? I, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, but certainly they're out there, and uh, I'll find the number for you in just a few minutes. But Botox, that's the number one, that's 7.7 .7 million. And then soft tissue fillers, you can call them wrinkle fillers or something like that, 2.7 million. 2.7, that is a lot. That is, that's a tremendous number of people uh, last year. And after that, we get into procedures like the chemical peel, uh, 1.4 million, laser hair removal, about a million people in the United States. That number is probably difficult to uh, really determine because there are states that allow non-physicians to do those procedures. Again, it's a laser. 
it's dangerous. You might remember the uh, the cover of New York Magazine about oh, probably five, six, seven years ago with the African-American woman who had keloids on her face uh, from going to a spa, a salon, and she had laser hair removal. And that person, uh, with their uh, 28 hours of uh, skin uh, education, uh, if, if we're lucky, uh, didn't understand that you cannot use lasers like that on people who are uh, potentially uh, who could potentially develop keloids. So uh, you have to be very, very careful when you're talking about a laser. And intense pulse light that our uh, patient, that our caller, excuse me, mentioned a few minutes ago, 686,000 procedures. So all of those non-invasive procedures, all top five, dwarf what is uh, the most common procedure in surgery, and that is breast augmentation. What's next? Liposuction, 265,000 procedures. You know, it is interesting that if you look at the numbers of people who had surgery last year, it was pretty much flat between 2018 and 2009. Numbers did not go up. This year, everybody knows the Plastic Surgery Society is quite prepared for a precipitous drop in procedures because don't forget, from mid-March to a couple weeks ago, no one was doing anything in the United States. There were no cosmetic surgery procedures. People were letting their wrinkles come in. Uh, people are letting their hair turn white. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a change. And, uh, uh, yeah, there's probably some back alley uh, procedures being done, uh, but uh, not legally. And no one will admit to it, although, uh, you know, I'm sure there are people out there. So I was mentioning a few minutes ago the Botox in the under 19, under 19 years old. Can you even imagine this? Who would use it? But there were 22,000 people in the United States under the age of 19 who had Botox. And I say, if that's the case, maybe there are a few of those people that really had wrinkles, but I can't. I've never seen one. I can't even imagine. Uh, you know, to me, it's hard to call something unethical, but, uh, you know, what, what can I say? When, when someone Botoxes a 19-year-old, come on now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really getting a little bit ridiculous, isn't it? I try and do what's right and uh, stay ethical. And, but I guess, you know, they, they used to say, uh, or I was told, that ethics really uh, have to be taught by your parents, right? You can't be taught that in medical school or residency. You're either ethical or you're not. And when you do a, a Botox in an under 19-year-old, I don't know. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle here on WOR. The phone number, 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. So liposuction is the second most common procedure in cosmetic surgery with 265,000 procedures each year. Very common. I do many liposuctions, and I would have to say in my practice, uh, probably more common than breast augmentations. Uh, I do a lot of neck liposuction, and I do liposuction with every single facelift and every single tummy tuck and a lot of the breast reductions because liposuction can be an independent procedure or it can just be a tool like a scissors or a, uh, a scalpel or an electrocautery. So it is an adjunct, and it's very useful to contour. When we do a breast reduction, for instance, we'll do a little bit of liposuction around under the arm because a lot of people have these bulges under their arms. When we do uh, tummy tucks, uh, very important to suction the perimeter out, out by the, uh, on the hip bone, for instance. Uh, we suction that. Uh, sometimes we'll also do the, the flanks. And uh, I don't go down to the thighs when I do a tummy tucks because when we start reaching out beyond the area 
of the, uh, the belly, that's when we get into a significantly higher amount of complications, a significant increase in things like blood clots and bleeding and things like that. So, so I like to just do a tummy tuck, and the only liposuction I will do is I'll reach to the flanks and uh, contour that because if you have your belly flattened and you've got these bulges on your flanks, I haven't done you any favors, have I? So, uh, so there we'll go ahead and uh, do that kind of uh, suctioning. But if you need your thighs done, you have to come back a separate day. It's a far better thing to have two procedures that are safe than one longer procedure that is riskier. And there's no question that when we start adding uh, significant amounts of liposuction to tummy tucks, the risks go way, way up. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, board-certified plastic surgeon, host of this show for a long time, and I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are interested in cosmetic surgery, you can uh, check out my book, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. I am actively writing the sequel, the next version of it. Boy, it is very difficult to, uh, to write these things, uh, but I'm sitting down at every night and uh, writing it, and hopefully we'll have that out sometime next year. So those of you who enjoyed Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery, well, we're going to have that. And we're also writing a second book, We Meaning Me. Uh, on uh, on women's aging, specifically for women, and specifically the procedures that women can do. So uh, I'll uh, I'll keep you informed as to the progress, but uh, hopefully hopefully they'll be out soon. All right, uh, I'm a board certified plastic surgeon. You can go to my website periplasticsurgery.com periplasticsurgery.com and learn more about the procedures that I do in my New Jersey and my New York offices. I also uh, have a, a skincare company, as you may know. DrPerrys.com is where you order the products. Uh, we've got that terrific sale right now for that very special sunscreen called Daytime. But for just a moment, I want to talk a little bit about Plexiderm because I haven't mentioned it in a few weeks. Plexiderm is a very interesting product. It's not mine. I really wish it was. It's one of those things that reduces the wrinkles almost instantly. Well, it takes a couple minutes to see the effect. You can put it on your lower eyelid bags. You can put it on your crow's feet, put it on your jowls, and just wait it out, look in the mirror, and the bags go away, the wrinkles go away. It's quite remarkable. It's a silicone material. It's not surgery. It's not skin care by definition. It doesn't get into your skin. It is more like a makeup. And John Greenhut is my very good friend who has uh, gotten this product. Uh, he reminds me he's not a chemist. He didn't create it, but he sure knows how to pick great products. So Plexiderm. 50% off offer if you use the uh, 800 number that John gave me, 800-925-9963. That's 800-925-9963 for 50% off of Plexiderm. It is a wonderful substance. Practice now before you go out of quarantine. Some of you are still saying, and I, I hope most of you are still stay, staying in your apartments and in your homes and just gardening and doing work from home. Uh, because look what happened in California. They let everybody loose, and, uh, you know, it all came back. So uh, in New York, we're doing better. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. You have been listening to What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. If you're interested in the products, remember, if you're having a few glitches with the website, give my office a call, 732-422-9600. I'll say it again, 732-422-9600. And in Manhattan, 212 Seven five three eighteen twenty. That's two one two seven five three eighteen twenty. That's also the number to call to speak to my nurse, 
about scheduling a consultation. We can do those uh, virtual consultations if you would like. A lot of patients are asking for that because you're still kind of afraid to uh, come in. That's okay. I respect that. We can do the virtual consultations on Zoom or FaceTime, and we can do everything except actually feel your skin. So uh, we can do everything else. We can Zoom in and uh, do a pretty good job. Uh, surprising that technology has come along and uh, we can get about 90% of the consultation done. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Noah begins to wave his hands frantically. I can see him from 45 miles away, 800 Write that down for next week. Give me a call early in the week. Noah, thanks so much for great engineering. We'll see everybody next week. Don't forget your sunscreen.